0: You talking about football? Yeah, football town, NFC, North, Let's talk football. Welcome back, everybody. This is Headed North, the NFC North podcast, and I'm your host, D-Tron. And this week, I'm bringing the show to you a little bit later than usual, and there's a reason for that. Because if I'd have recorded this show like I normally do on Monday or Tuesday, it would have been all about me steaming mad at the result of that Detroit-Dallas game. But you know what? I'm a bigger person and I'm over it. Well, honestly, I'm not over it, but I gotta get past it if I'm gonna give you guys a halfway decent show. So today we're gonna recap a bit of that Detroit-Dallas game. We're gonna talk about how Green Bay and Minnesota met and the outcome of that and then we're also going to talk about how chicago beat the feathers off of the falcons we're going to touch on all of that and more in today's episode of headed north but before that we're going to kick it over to our sponsors off rack shop so they can tell you about their stuff our sponsor this week is offrackshop.com OffRackShop.com is an online thrift store. They have men's and women's clothing, shoes, accessories, and more. Usually, about 300 items to choose from. So if you haven't already, check out our description for 15% off your next purchase at OffRackShop.com. Alright, so we're going to get it kicked off with the Detroit Lions, going to Dallas to beat the Dallas Cowboys, And by this point in the week, I'm pretty sure you're already familiar with all of the implications going into the game. The fact that Detroit could have got a number two seed, they could have potentially put themselves in a spot to fight for the number one seed, how Dallas was looking to do the same and with a little bit of help from the Arizona Cardinals, they could move into the top of their division, taking it over from Philly. So there were a lot of playoff implications coming into last week's game. And it was the only one on Saturday. So the headliner, the focus, all of the NFL eyes were on the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. And sure enough, it was a game to remember. Dak came out and put up 26 of 38 for 345 yards, two passing touchdowns, one of which was like a 92-yard bomb to CD Lamb on a blown coverage where the Lions probably should have had a safety or at the very least a sack. A missed tackle leads to a big score by Dallas. And that was just a preview of what was to come from CD Lamb. CD Lamb caught 13 passes on his 17 targets for 227 yards. That is a Cowboys record. And It was disgusting to watch as a Detroit Lions fan. It was bad because you could see it coming. Everybody knew where the ball was going, yet the Detroit Lions couldn't do anything to stop it. And this is reminiscent of every other wide receiver one that we've played. When you talk about Justin Jefferson, when you talk about Keenan Allen, when you talk about, I don't know, uh, DJ Moore, all of these number one receivers for the opposing team have really lit us up throughout the year. And in most of those games, we were just able to score more points and get past it. But unfortunately, it didn't work out so well for Detroit this time. So Detroit um, had some stats also, I guess you could call them. Uh, Jared Goff, 19-34, 271 yards, a passing touchdown, but two very costly interceptions where it looked like he was trying to rush, trying to get the ball in low, uh, and was picked off, just didn't anticipate the reaction time of the Dallas secondary. He took one sack and had a QBR of 67.2. Uh, Montgomery chipped in 65 yards on 14 attempts and a rushing touchdown. Amon Ra gave you his share, his normal share, right? Six catches, 90 yards and a touchdown. Laporta caught seven for 84. And although James Williams only had two catches, it was for nearly 70 yards total. Again, I mentioned those two picks hurt them, but Detroit still had a chance to win this game. And as a matter of fact, they had three chances. So they take a final drive down, score, and then they go for two. And this is the call heard around the world for the last week where Detroit scores on a trick play pass to Taylor Decker. Now, there's a lot of debate out there, which I will not fill this show with that debate. I will say, definitely looks like he reported although he did not give the universal sign it was later said by dan campbell that they did not want to give the play away so yes there was some design for him not to rub the front of his chest unfortunately our attempt at being sneaky bit us after we scored the two-point conversion it is called back unceremoniously and by the way there might be a video floating around of that final drive with me celebrating us scoring the two point conversion and then instantly being crushed when the flag comes out. But I don't know if it's going to make its way to the internet. After that, we get a second chance. We get a pass interference. We get a third chance at a two point conversion. At this point, you're probably hoping that they just take the field goal. If you're anything like me, but Dan was dead set on scoring the two-point conversion, and unfortunately, it led to Detroit's downfall, losing 19 to 20 to the Dallas Cowboys, and a heartbreaking loss for Detroit. It took a couple of days to get over it. Again, I'm bringing you this show a bit later because I was still fuming come Tuesday and midday on Wednesday, honestly. Uh, but now that we're past it, we're 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 gonna we're gonna get beyond this, or at least I am, and I'm gonna tell you about what we got to look forward to in Week 18. The Lions will be no less than the third seed. They can hope for a Cowboys and an Eagles loss and a win to potentially move up to the second seed. And they're closing out the season against Minnesota, a team that they just played recently. Justin Jefferson put up a bunch of yards, but are having a bit of an identity crisis at quarterback. We'll talk about that here in just a second when we get into the Green Bay and Minnesota game. But Detroit still has something to play for. I don't see Detroit resting any of their star players going into this week 18 because they still want to get this win against Minnesota. I don't know if Minnesota does the same. Again, they don't have a whole lot to fight for. Speaking of Minnesota, Minnesota took on the Green Bay Packers. And this was a one-sided affair. Jordan Love threw 24-34. 256 yards, three passing touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown, no interceptions, no sacks, and 125.3 QBR. Green Bay played like they knew they could control their own destiny, and they do now going into this upcoming week. If Green Bay wins, they stay in because right now they're in already. They win, they stay in. Aaron Jones had 20 rushes, 120 yards. Bo Milton didn't think he was going to be at the top of the wide receiver list this week but Bo Milton had six catches for 105 yards and a touchdown Jaden Reed six receptions 89 yards two touchdowns Kraft has six catches for nearly 50 yards it was a all-out offensive performance by the Green Bay Packers and on the other side I mentioned an identity crisis earlier in the show Minnesota is full-blown. We don't know who we are at quarterback. They had Jaron Hall in for the first half of the game. He threw 10 passes, completed five of them for 67 yards, no passing touchdowns, threw a pick, had three sacks, and a QBR of 32. And Kevin O'Connell said, nope, not on my watch. So he brings in Nick Mullins, who throws 22 passes, completes 13 of them for 113 yards, A passing touchdown, a sack, and a QBR of 87.9. Not good. Justin Jefferson didn't do a whole lot. They were missing TJ Hoggerson. Jordan Addison didn't do a whole lot. It was a whole lot of nothing going on with Minnesota, and that whole lot of nothing really started with the QB position. So because of the win in Minnesota, Green Bay holds their own destiny. Win and stay in. Green Bay is taking on a divisional opponent for the last week of the season, though, and that's the Chicago Bears, the same Chicago Bears that were rolling last week and have been rolling for the last few weeks. This could be the divisional upset of the week. That's what I'm going to clock it as because I believe in the Chicago Bears closing out their season strong to make it an even more complicated situation in the front office there in Chicago. And speaking of Chicago... That's what we're talking about, how they beat the feathers off of the Atlanta Falcons, 37-17. Coming into the game, there was an outside chance of potentially making the playoffs for the Chicago Bears. That window closed pretty quickly with some of the games and the way that they transpired on Sunday. But even with that, Chicago had the opportunity to come out and make a statement about what kind of team they were going to be next year and what kind of team they could close out being this year. And they made that statement. Albeit against a struggling Atlanta team, but they still came out and did it. Fields was 20 for 32, 268 yards, a passing touchdown, no picks, three sacks. He had a rushing touchdown, 11 rushes for 45 yards on the ground, and a 99.5 QBR. He got help on the ground this week, though. That was a shocker. Khalil Herbert, 18 rushes for 124 yards and a rushing touchdown. DJ Moore? Got the ball a lot, and he produced. Nine catches, 159 yards, and a touchdown. Cairo Santos even drilled in three field goals to help the team win. The defense got two sacks, four picks, two by Tyreek Stevenson. This was a complete performance by Chicago Bears. And this was done in cold, snow-flurry, windy climates where you would expect them to flourish. They did. And where you would expect an indoor team that's used to warm weather like the Atlanta Falcons to stumble, they did. Again, Chicago won this game 37-17. And although during points of the game it looked like it might be a bit close, uh, Chicago was able to put this thing away pretty easily. Now, what are we looking forward to with Chicago? We want to see how they close this thing out. They already are getting the number one draft pick in the draft next year. But can they close this season with a symbolic win, I guess symbolic and meaningful, against a divisional opponent, the Green Bay Packers, who control their way into the playoffs? How beautiful will it be for back-to-back years that a divisional opponent prevent the Green Bay Packers from getting into the playoffs? Last year was Detroit knocking them out at home in Green Bay on Aaron Rodgers' last day as a Green Bay Packer. Last game as a Green Bay Packer. And this week, it could be Justin Fields knocking out Jordan Love and his first shot at getting into the playoffs. Oh, yeah, there's a lot on the line still for the Green Bay and Chicago game. So I am really looking forward to seeing how Chicago comes to play against the Green Bay Packers and what kind of chip they have on their shoulder for their new position in the NFC North, which they're hoping is not the bottom of the North. All right, those are our games for the week. I really wish I could have talked to you in depth about my feelings about that Detroit Lions two point conversion call that was called back. But honestly, I don't want to sound too much like a fanboy. So I'm just going to say I don't think they got the call right based on the visual evidence. But we could have done ourselves a favor and just kicked the field goal early in the game when we went for it on fourth down and missed. And then we wouldn't have been in that position at all. And yeah, I know if you're out there and you're a Cowboys fan, you're probably saying, but what about the phantom trip call? Sure, whatever. You get that too. This call's missed all the time, but those calls don't always take points off of the board like this situation. But that's neither here nor there. We are all done with our recap from last week. I'm going to kick it over to Matt with Spreading the Field so he can give you the last week of the regular season play for your picks against the spread. I hope we can win you guys some money, and I hope you come back to listen to our postseason episodes. All right, Matt, take it away.
1: This is Matt, your resident Vikings fan, and this is Spreading the Field. Now, last week, we got back on our winning ways. We went three for three, hitting another parlay. Ah, yeah. If if you listened last week, you know that means the Vikings – Yeah, the Vikings didn't do good. So, hey, it is what it is. Back on our winning ways for the year. Our picks were at 56% and our lock of the weeks are at 56.25%. This is the last week of the regular season. So, let's see how our picks go this week and see if we can get that a little higher in and out the year and finish strong here. So, last week we told you the Bears would cover that minus three against the Falcons. They did that easily, winning 37 to 17. That was also our lock of the week. We had the Lions going to the Cowboys. Cowboys favored by six points. Uh, I didn't know who was going to win this game, but I knew it wasn't going to be a blowout. So we took the Lions plus the points. Lions did cover that. And Detron, you may have said it already, but just in case, Detroit won this game. Okay. Decker declared. And our last game, Packers, Vikings. Packers plus one and a half. Um, I just didn't have any confidence in the Vikings going into this game. Uh, I knew there was going to be quarterback issues. They're struggling with a lot of stuff. Biggest thing is Hawkinson out for the year. Wanham out for the year. Um, not that they were the only two people the Bears have lost or the Vikings have lost, but them compounding on injuries we'd already have. I just thought injuries were going to catch up to the Vikings. And that was pretty clear to see on the field as the Vikings were non competitive in this game. Packers win 33-10 and give us our three-for-three sweep. Only got two games in Week 18 this week. We've got the Vikings going to the Lions. Um, I mean, technically the Vikings have something to play for. You know, we've got that 2.7% chance of making the playoffs. Lions, though, uh, yeah, they're favored by three, and they are going to be looking for some blood this week, I think. After that, uh, very, very skeptical call by the refs and losing that game I think that the Lions come out and easily cover this three-point spread I think the Viking season is officially done after this game um, looking to 2024 if you're a Minnesota fan if you're a Detroit fan you're looking to roll into the playoff strong this is my lock of the week Dtri give me Detroit minus three I think you could easily bunk this up to eight and a half or nine if you wanted to but Lions minus three let's take that and look at our next game of the week. We've got the Bears going to Lambeau to play the Packers. Packers favored by two and a half. And Packers are playing to get into the playoffs. Win and you're in, Green Bay. That's all you got to do. Here's the problem. I don't know why, but at the end of the year, the Bears have looked like one of the hottest teams in the NFC North. So I'm going to continue to ride the Bears here. Give me the Bears plus two and a half. Maybe they don't win this game. But maybe it's just enough to scare Green Bay fans on whether or not they're going to get in the playoffs. But I think the Bears either keep this really close with the Packers coming back in the end or the Packers come up a little bit short here and the Bears spoil the Packers' season. But give me the Bears plus two Detron to close out the year. I mean, they've already got the number one pick locked up with the Carolina thing. So if their other pick drops down a little bit, it's not the end of the world, I guess. But for whatever reason, Chicago fans, your team has found some life here. It's been exciting to watch, to say the least whether it means anything for the playoffs or not. But that's the picks for this week. Bears plus two and a half. Lions lock of the week at minus three. Detron, it's been a lot of fun this season. Uh, thanks for letting me come on here. And until next time, Skull.
0: All right, Matt, thank you for the picks. i plan to get mine in, as always, so I can make myself some money like last time. And if you are listening to the show and you've got to this point, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening all season if you've been back here multiple times. And as always, if you decide to come back next week, which I hope you do, make sure you got your bags packed because we are headed north. I'm D-Tron. Peace. You talking about football? Yeah.
1: Football. NFC. North. The list of football.